Well, welcome to Paranormally Blonde. You're here live with us Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern time right here on the X, the new mainstream. Um, we've had some pretty cool shows here just being new on the X, I have to say. Yeah. We had Dr. Sumner and then Mike Ricksecker, and we got to premiere your amazing shadow video. <laughs> that was so cool. And everybody go check Facebook out because guess what? She got picked up and like top five fierce like fear stuff or fear what it's like fearsome top five fearsome's top five yeah okay. and well, they did my queen mary so shadow cool. figure <laughs> that's so cool and yeah. they did put it together really nicely yeah they did i love yeah, it yeah it was a really cool thing so look at dd's a superstar <laughs> that's so awesome um so we were talking about how we kind of like our questions like just to kind of get things going i got this cool deck of cards oh. and it's called pod decks super random questions so okay. um let's just like pull one from the deck we'll just shuffle a little bit here um just to kind of get the show kicked off before we have our amazing guest on talking bigfoot with mr james lady the hat guy yeah all right so i'm just gonna pick i'm not gonna look here i don't even know what i'm picking okay so ready okay, <laughs> okay oh, no. well, this isn't a very good one i don't think i should oh. ask that Okay, <laughs> you have to tell me later. <laughs> I, I I mean, have you ever gotten a DUI? That seems awfully personal. I don't know if we want to be admitting that stuff on air right now. I have not, but yeah, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just go with this one. These questions are crazy. I've not really gone through this deck. So it, this is here's your random question. Ready? So last week, it was just a simple happy spring. What's your favorite thing? What is your favorite thing about the gender that you're attracted to? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Let's just, wow. That's like blindside me. Okay. Uh, yeah. my favorite thing would be, uh, their strength. Yeah. And you know, I like that toxicity. So we know that I like <laughs> my, my men toxic. So, you know, like, like that's why I'm, I'm, I dig Bigfoot, right? That question kind of is perfect. Cause I always say that about Bigfoot. He's just, he's a, he's a real dude. <laughs> right he's a real dude um so uh yeah tonight we're gonna get into some cryptids and um i'm super excited because uh james is local in my yeah. community and i love it because how did i find him oh on the dad swap <laughs> i was scrolling 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 and <laughs> i saw like honestly i didn't read i just was kind of doing the mindless scroll and this picture of Bigfoot, like a sticker, caught my eye. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like there's a sticker. I got to have that, right? And then I start reading and I'm like, this guy's like right in my neighborhood and he does Bigfoot wow. research. Awesome. So yeah, so how it can't get much better than that. So let's yep. welcome our guest, Mr. James Lady to the show. Hey, James. Hey, ladies, how are you? Good. <laughs> you got me chuckling about that whole introduction. And, and it was good. Thank you. I'm really kind of sorry it had to end. Can you, <laughs> That's right. can you, you excuse me and carry on? Well, James, <laughs> let's ask you that question. What is your favorite thing of the gender you're attracted to? Uh, I only know one gender. It's my wife. Um, and she is, uh, what's the most attractive thing about her? I don't know. Uh -oh. she's, uh, no, she's freakishly happy uh and positive it's I, I call it a birth defect uh she's an amazing creation one of god's and she was an answer to a prayer so Aww, i think that's, uh, i love yeah, that look at that that's marked. To a prayer. that's got to be my favorite thing it is marked right on the show now you are saved 
I've had my days of doubt and denial. <laughs> uh, I've done a 180 from that. So, like awesome. said, yeah, formerly atheist here. So, uh, <laughs> well, let's kind of talk about here. So here I found you on dad swap, which I think is cool yeah, and kind of odd, right? Like <laughs> had to, I had your sticker, I, which I bought, I bought two. I got one for, well, right on. now I feel Thank bad. You. I didn't Thank buy one for my other sister, but Every I'm going to go to the little store. Yeah. And I'm I know go everybody to the watching is going to run out and buy something. Yeah. And <laughs> you've got great sweatshirts and t-shirts, which that is my next purchase. Oh, right on. Thank you. Um, so you were kind on the dad swap. You had your project, which is the Michigan Aboriginal Project. project yeah that that just came about that sort of evolved uh from uh the old channel name uh which was michigan sasquatch but uh, i've learned so much about this species uh that they you know i had to sasquatch seems a little disrespectful uh oh. so they are an aboriginal species of human um uh and and they're it's fascinating and and they're giants it's like a, a civilization of giants living right on the outskirts of our you know yeah when our when our footprint ends theirs begins uh it's in oh. very often our our habitats overlap and it's amazing it's an amazing thing do you mean like interdimensionally or physically you know i don't know about the interdimensionally thing i haven't really experienced that although i've recorded some audio that might have you question the reality of that some really really weird stuff yeah. uh so i who am i to say uh <laughs> i know that uh the portal, the theory of portals and such exists. Uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm wholly aware that there are more dimensions uh, that are around us all the time. We just, we're just not tapped into them. Uh, we all vibrate at a certain frequency, right? I, I, this is what I, I'm no, no expert at all. But uh, I never thought that, you know, I'd be selling Bigfoot stickers when I grew up, you know? <laughs> and that all started with the desire, boyhood desire, just to, to, to see a Bigfoot. And I found out by my own wits and reckoning that they do exist. And, and where I was going uh, in Northern Michigan uh, for years, for most of my life, uh, I realized that that was uh, the, the primary habitat. Uh, and I would likely, if I, if I took my eyes off the river into the, to the woods, I'd likely uh, come across one. I just wanted to see one, uh, yeah. one day. And, and, uh, now I, I want a dialogue. <laughs> That's where yeah. I am now. That's an ultimate goal of mine to, to actually, cause they have spoken outside and I recorded this and for the audience, you'd think I'd crazy. I would fully expect you to throw me into the loony bin <laughs> if I didn't have the audio evidence to support everything that I'm saying and the video documentary, you know, of my journey, which is the YouTube channel, Michigan Aboriginal project. Well, I don't, I don't know that anybody can really claim anybody's crazy here. We're all kind of under this big umbrella of paranormal and we, you know, yeah. everybody has their, their sort of niche that they like a little more than others. But um, I find it, you know, the more we discuss this with each person with cryptids, it is so interesting to me because, you know, I deal, and I think Didi, we're we're pretty much the same. Although you you are interested in the UFO aspect, but we pretty much deal in ghost spirits, energy, um, and there's so much. I mean, there's a general consensus, but there's so much debate around it. But there's a lot of debate around Bigfoot. I think cryptids, really in general, but let's. I mean, really Bigfoot, kind of who he is, where he comes from, how he started. Like you know, I I don't know that I really have found. I mean, we've had what maybe three conversations now, Didia, with this? And I feel like they're all a little yeah. different. 
right? As they should be, because our, our, our individual experiences are, are unique. Uh, mine beyond my imagination. Uh, so. Um, oh, do you, says, Michael to, says, do you uh, think Bigfoot could implement infrasound frequencies to open portals? Uh, my take on infrasound, and I've documented a lot of it, is that it's a normal uh, part of their uh, vocal dynamic, if you will. Uh, I believe they speak and communicate in different vocal modalities, which I've also uh, been able to uh, document. Um, I, need, I need to be on this end of the camera more often to explain a lot of my videos. I'm kind of working backwards, just throwing yeah. my evidence out there and not really making any claims. But as I go along, you, you drip a little bit of revelation uh, here or there on, on the reality of these vocal modalities and and, and their the species existence, um, it, it's uh, it's a very complicated thing, and 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 that's re and we all bring something different to the table. There is a lot of controversy and, and bickering uh, in the community, and I, I really can't stand that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of a loner. I was I was raised with three sisters, and every chance I got to run down to the creek, you know, I, I took. Spent a lot of time alone as a kid. Uh, which is not a bad thing. I'm not complaining. I love my sisters, um, but I'm kind of a loner. And I like to maintain that sort of uh, uh, profile within the community. Uh, I, I do speak on the subject every once in a while, um, but I'm not out there on the, on the various sites all the time because it mm -hmm. drives you nuts. Yeah. Uh, I've really kind of backed away, but I've gone through those stages. You know, I've been involved and in, in, involved in a little debate and it's it, it's it's really <laughs> worthless it's it's not worth, worth anybody's time because it's uh people spinning their wheels um uh and every once in a while though some someone brings something you unique to the table mm -hmm. and uh this journey has been really an answer to a prayer for me i i since i found out that they were real i just wanted to see one i've prayed on this whole journey throughout um uh, and it's it's it hadn't been easy, you know. It's uh, there has there is a cost. Mm -hmm. There's a cost in relationships and social social ostracization, um, if you will. That's a tough one. Did I say that again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to wet my palate here. Yeah. Well, okay, so well, there there are all these social dynamics and, and dynamics at play that you really. Um, where was I going with that? I, I should tell your audience I'm thoroughly ADD, um, <laughs> and if once I get off track, you're going to have to help me. You know, cut, it's all good. Well, so, believe uh, me, our our viewers are amazing with keeping us on task here with their questions, and that was an excellent question, good. Michael. Yes, it is. And and Mike, I don't know about the portals. I really don't. I yeah. I, I know that even historically, people have um, Davy Crockett uh, before he was he perished at the Alamo uh, wrote his brother Summit. Uh, uh, brother-in-law Abner uh, that he had this encounter with a spirit-like you know thing that kind of looked like an ape man and huh. then it disappeared in like the wisps of uh, the fog off off a frog pond you know mm -hmm. and he 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 documented in his own he's a Christian man an honest man and uh, so people have really interesting observations when they've had these encounters um, I have as well, but I, you know, I don't know anything about the portals, uh, nor having them disappear, you know, before my eyes. Haven't had that experience. Wow. So it could I, would, be. I don't know. But I would almost think if you are sort of studying them in the sense of right where their footprint 
ends ours begin or vice versa, you know, you're talking more about something that's tangible and right here with oh, us yeah. that have yeah. been here since the beginning of time. Is that yes, sort of the, absolutely the route uh, you're going? Their universe is are, are the rivers and streams systems, as well as drainage ditches. Uh, I, mm -hmm. I have a lot of theories about uh, they may live under our cities in the storm drains. Uh, oh. uh, in some cases, Mount Mount uh, Mount. Clemens. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen some evidence of that. So uh, it, it's oh pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. And you would never know it. They're just really good at hiding. Uh, I, I've uh, documented vocalizations and uh, footprints of a juvenile in Southfield. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. I, I, well, I once had a conversation with Cliff Berrickman, who was one of the co hosts of the Finding Bigfoot show. And I was driving him to the airport and he shared with me that if the season had gone on to nine or 10 or whatever, you know, uh, it would have been, they were going to do an urban Sasquatch uh, series and Detroit was their number one pick. Really? Yeah. Huh. Urban sightings yeah. in uh, uh, all around Ann Arbor. Okay. Uh, sightings in uh, the Heinz Park area. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, I, th I believe it's the Rouge River that runs through there. So they're up and down and, and uh, you can find evidence of their having been there. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know mm -hmm. where to go and to show you a Sasquatch right now, but I can go take you to an area where you're likely to have an encounter should you choose to spend enough time there. Uh, and I, mm -hmm. I do that. So I, I go to their likely habitats uh, twice a year solo. Um, I bug structures that I find in the woods and uh, get amazing vocalizations like Kapika uh, Swa and Autika Pika Hut, and Ffafim, Sfatif, um, uh, all sorts of amazing things, even things that sound English like helicopters. It's mm -hmm. twice in that one night of October 23rd in the new structure, you have a, a vocalizations twice as helicopters. One says helicopters, it kind of broke, is broken off at the beginning. And one that says, come with me, you know, the, the, and during my encounter, which is also uh, recorded, uh, they do speak uh, words that sound exactly like English, you know, mm -hmm. whether they are or not. It could be uh, uh, sort of auditory, auditory paradoria, uh, paradolia. Um, you know what that is that we don't mm -hmm. even have to get into. Yeah. It. I'm sure your audience does as well. But uh, it, it's not that because the recorded expressions have prosody uh, and uh, which are the essentially the components and the rhythm and, and the very uh, nature of uh multi-syllabic you know uh well enunciated expressions that's pretty much it i mean these are sentences this is something with lips deep in the woods speaking a language and, and it can be really beautiful i've heard them chant and it's it's uh it, it's a, a beautiful thing i listened to that recording with all the chanting and like uh, i always end up lately been going to aliens and when i was listening to the one that you just posted like a couple of days ago yeah, and it's really yeah. that one, and the I tribal? yes, it sounded like language I've never heard, and it's it just gave me a weird feeling. It it felt very something, something about it was like, and I'm like right away I went to aliens, yeah. but um, and it could be I don't know. A question. You know, that's a thought. Uh, <laughs> he says. Um, I subscribe to my Bigfoot sighting is very interesting. No host, just everyday people telling their experiences. Have you shared on that show? And she wants to hear some of your encounters. Oh, right on. Okay. 
Uh, no, I, I don't think I do subscribe to my big Bigfoot sighting. Uh, maybe I should. Um, I, I listen to what my dailies are uh, how to hunt dot or what is it the facts by how to hunt a uh, fellow by the name of Steve Isdall on YouTube talks uh, reads uh, viewers stories he people share his their experiences insights a lot of other things um, and uh, what's the other one oh Sasquatch Chronicles uh, mm -hmm. also Dixie Cryptid if you if you just love a good story he has such dulcet tones and he tells a great story with a southern draw and he's a, a really cool guy he actually interviewed me on his uh, interview number 26 called uh, uh, the terrifying voice of sasquatch or something like that oh yeah and and uh, you've heard i think the two i think i sent you two audio clips um from the same night I, I believe they were. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to go ahead? Do you want us to well, play those? Uh, when I, uh, you want to yeah, set it you up? Can do that. You can, well, no, you can go for it. Are you sure? Well, do you yeah, want to? Okay. Do you want to do the video first? Uh, yeah. Do the video first and we can talk about encounters. And, and for the audience sake, uh, the recordings that, that I think I sent to you, <laughs> um, are, I was not around. I was not present when these vocalizations were, but I was around shortly before the angry sounding one. Um, um, I had just left and, you know, eyes were on me that time. I could feel it. Um, and I, I can share that story after we awesome. get back All to right. the audio. Let's see if we can get the video to. this there we are you'll say that, you don't have to show you that, that, that uh, the the amplified vocal is very it's eerie yeah it's scary it's how'd you scary. like to hear that outside your tent because there are creations out there oh. that speak just like that <laughs> okay but so before you go into your encounter though i have to ask so you're interested in bigfoot 
But what if, I mean, have you ever wondered if it's a shapeshifter or any, a skinwalker? I mean, has any, because now you're talking about the Upper Peninsula and that's a very Native American. So does that ever cross your mind? Like, do you just go with the Bigfoot thing? Because that, that sounded pretty creepy. I don't know if I'd go Bigfoot. Or... <laughs> yeah, no, it's terrifying. Well, what I do, it wasn't a wallow. And I, time and again, I've, I, I, re I record structures. They build things like wigwams, teepees. Mm -hmm. Uh, and sometimes they are in high concentration, as, uh, for instance, in Southfield, there is a high concentration uh, in a greenway off the Rouge River into a, a forest preserve. It's beautiful. And it's a peaceful place. Um, so, uh, yeah, that that's, um, it's definitely Bigfoot. There have been others. Uh, Ron Moorhead, uh, who is known for the Sierra Sounds. Um <laughs> Reese says he was going to go camping yeah, this week. was. <laughs> I will <No> not. <laughs> and then also, uh, yeah. Get Haunted oh, Network um, said, that. my dog just had a wild reaction to that audio. Yeah, his is not the only one. I, my, I've seen my, my little chihuahua actually cower and shake beyond normal, normal, you know, chihuahua oh. shakes. It was crazy. She couldn't get away far enough away from the speaker. Uh, yeah, so it's wild stuff. And uh, yeah, it is Bigfoot, uh, but Ron Moorhead, uh, I'm, I'm speaking uh, in the same panel and speakers lineup in a, in a September conference in Dwajak, Michigan called, uh, uh, I think it's bigfootandbrews.com okay. conference, something like that. It's at Sister Lakes Brewing Company on September 10th. Uh, should be a lot of fun. But Ron Moorhead got the Sierra Sounds. He's got a lot of theory on the quantum nature and the portal, you know, aspects of these. Um, and he is uh, one that also believes we are energy, and I'm sure you guys are tuned into that as well. We are, truly. Um, and our mind uh, is an interesting thing. I often wonder if we live in the matrix, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, those are Sasquatch, but Sasquatch don't always speak in angry, you know, tones, like those expressions I shared earlier, the Altika Pika hugs, and Kapika Aswa, and Ephephephine, Mesephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephephepheph
is my first thought. And I'm thinking, no, that was way too loud. I mean, it was re a really mm -hmm. voluminous voice, high fidelity. Uh, you can detect it and hear some of it on, on the recording. Uh, but being there in person was really amazing. Some weird, wild stuff happened after that. I heard this uh, somewhat of an explosion. Or it sounded like a, a dumpster being dropped on, onto concrete, a concrete slab from a few feet up. I mean, an empty dumpster. It was really loud, and I felt the uh, the impact of that that sonic wave. It was just boom. And you can hear that. Uh, you can hear Heji Lawa and Rabagao and, uh, and all sorts of weird things that really get your skin crawling. Um, and uh, was that from another realm? I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. think so. You know, I, I, that big explosion, and I, I'm kind of wondering, uh, part of me thinks that that whole experience was their way of greeting me. And I did nothing. I didn't respond. I kind of, I sat in my chair and I sat in the dome of my light and, and chose to, you know, that was the path of least resistance, but I didn't respond. And even before then, I knew I wanted to engage in dialogues, so if that were possible someday. That was my opportunity, and I, I, I was terrified. I was, I honestly thought those were going to be my last moments. And yeah. it was uh, just a really amazing thing. And most of what you hear on that 10-minute audio that I shared on, on, the, on, the, on the channel, uh, I didn't hear. You'll hear a lot of melodic clicking and clucking and such. At times, I could sense something weird uh, in the air. And I actually comment during the video. I'm sensing percussions in the wind, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I had I was developing a theory anyway that they had this ability to to speak within the general din of the woods, whether it be the wind or the rain, they could speak within it without our our detecting that. And one one viewer's comments talked about infrasound. They do have an ability to speak on an infrasonic level, and I've I've documented that. And it's interesting on the spectrogram. It's the infrasound is represented by an intense yellowing at the lower hertz range and it's uh it there's a, a concomitant darkening of the general uh i don't know what it would be uh anyway a darkening of the spectrogram above these yellow spots with the corresponding amplification on the spectrograph so you see a lot of uh noise up here it's it and i've got a theory about that but that may be for another time. Uh, it, it gets pretty far out there, ladies. Well, okay, <laughs> so you be... you said you felt like the percussions in the wind. Do you also feel, because a lot of times when you're doing paranormal investigations, sometimes you'll feel pressure, maybe you'll, your ears are, will pop if no. there's a presence. Do you get any sensation? Well, yes. Uh, right after the the boom uh, mm -hmm. and the heji or the uh, uh there was a moment uh, when I had this raspy static on my eardrums and it was really intense. It was really very uncomfortable. And I, I was like, you know, you know, this can't last very long. I hope it doesn't last very long. Mm -hmm. And, and when I'm saying, I think, what was that in, in the audio during the encounter? Um, that's around that time. And it was, uh, it, it corresponds with other static, but it is, one of their vocal modalities. They can manipulate sound. It's rumored that they have more than one set of vocal cords. And I have to believe that's true based on their abilities uh, mm -hmm. to speak within a, uh, or in a range that is undetectable to us because, you know, our abilities are harmonized with a different, you know, mm -hmm. uh, vibration.
So you you had that video, and I swear I saw somebody by the tree, right, or something by the tree. The, yeah, there was a subject in the background. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was after another my first encounter at uh, this campsite where I had the other encounter where I was, we were just talking about the audio and such. Uh, I did record audio that night, but I, I wasn't aware of it for a couple uh, years later. Uh, but uh, I had a I was going to bed. It was nine thirty, quarter to ten, something like that. And I went to the side of the camp to spit my toothpaste. And I had this red he headlamp on. And I, I look up and I'm, I'm looking at these really uh, wide set eyes, huge. Mm. I mean, they're just really big eyes. Um, huge, probably, you know, that big around the side oh, wow. of the top of my speaker. I mean, it's like the bottom of a Coke bottle or something like that. But big and, and they and uh, they were uh, the color was like uh, I don't know, really that pale yellow light greenish uh, it was just bright uh, and uh, so I stopped I locked eyes and I'm I know I'm looking at something with eye shine and uh, it was uh, within a minute I'm pretty sure that I was having a Sasquatch encounter it was just a simple stare down mm -hmm. and it was peaceful uh, there was no I, I didn't sense any danger. Uh, I didn't ha experience any fear. Not like the the encounter night. That was terrifying. <laughs> the vocal encounter night. Uh, it was just peaceful. So we, anyway, we had this long stare down. I knew if I had, had taken my eyes away uh, that I would lose the moment. Mm -hmm. It would be gone. And, and, and people report that. So I, I, I've listened. I've listened to well over a thousand um, uh, eyewitness testimonies. A lot of podcasts out there. And it's fun. It's, it takes your, uh, it keeps you sane in an otherwise insane <laughs> time in our lives with all that's going on, which is be practically biblical when you think about it. Um, so uh, where was I going with that? Uh, the recording. I picked up some vocals that night on that audio, uh, but that video capture or that video capture was uh, captured after that encounter. I turned away. I got my uh, very nonchalantly uh, set my toothbrush down and grab my camera and flashlight and then I and that that six seconds uh, clip that I share there is part of like a uh, eight and a half nine minute long clip that's how long I, I had that going trying to get oh. something but in that capture was uh, that that visage if you will uh, um, not visage uh, the, the apparition you know it's moving I, I caught it initially the camera caught it with light on its backside and you see it uh, pivot from its right to the left uh, as as the shadow of the tree to its left was moving. It's like trying to keep in the shadow. That's my thinking on that anyway. But you can clearly see uh, some people have to look at it a little bit. It's uh, it's not the best footage. It's blurry. That's how you know it's real. Right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, but it's, you know, keep in mind, it's a much smaller part of a larger capture. Mm -hmm. So that's the magnification. But you can detect you know light tells a story and especially when you have movement you can detect mm -hmm. you know the left hand casting the light on the buttocks you know when it's three quarter through its turn in that turn in that capture i think it was only like six tenths of a second if that yeah. uh, so that's what i'm reviewing there but it, it was there it was right after that encounter i don't know yeah. if it, i was staring down that subject that was caught on video uh or another the others to me seemed much bigger but you know, I'm a fisherman, you know, all the fish are bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So then there's a good question too. So if you see one or you feel there is one in the area, is there always 
many more? Do they do they do things in groups? That's that's the popular thinking. Uh, they they don't they don't they're not alone. Uh, although some people speculate there are some rogue males out there. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know who, what what young you know buck you know sasquatch wants to stay in the same valley all his life i'm sure he's going to go off and you know hunt some, uh, yeah you know <laughs> when the springtime comes you know the, the young man's mind turns to other things like i'm done with that this so, <laughs> there might be some rogue uh you know sasquatch males yeah. out there but the, i uh i would have to i would have to think you know they are a civilization of giants that mm-hmm. live along and they're not well i don't i can't even say if they're as numerous as as us or not mm-hmm. uh I, nobody knows uh but wherever i go i mean you can look if you you have some tactical understanding about terrain look at you know understanding choke points and plateaus and and military crests and things of this nature you can you can track these things if you know the sign and mm-hmm. anybody listening now can do what, what i've done it's not hard uh it, it, it is it is a passion uh because you know this you know i, I grew up in tarzan and and uh, X Files, you know, yeah. the Planet of the Apes, and this is like a real life Planet of the Apes. So I'm fascinated by this, and you can go to the the next suburb over and over mm-hmm. and and detect and and go look for sign, uh, the wigwams, teepees, etc. So you said there's research being done on urban Sasquatch. So is that a common? I mean, obviously it's common enough that they were picking a, you know, an urban area to do this, but I, you're the first person I've ever heard. And I, you know, admittedly don't listen to hundreds of hours of cryptid stuff, but the people we have spoken to or the posts that I see, I've never once heard that. Yeah, me either. Well, uh, it does exist there. If you research Detroit Sasquatch or Bigfoot sighting, you can, you can dig something up. It's not, Mm -hmm. it's not that hard. Uh, there have been, um, sightings and and i believe a skeletal remains found in the heinz park area okay um there was a dead body reported um some time ago and it said on i it didn't classify it as human at first (laughs) they changed that you know but who knows what powers that be you know have influence over those reports and such but uh you know it's not unusual throughout our history even our modern history that mm-hmm. giant skeletons giant skeletal remains have uh been uncovered in it, throughout north america mm. um like that, how giant that is a fact <laughs> you know, seven eight feet nine feet look at the lovelock cave uh do you know about lovelock cave no uh some uh guano uh farmers who were in there and uh, excavating and they came across a lot of giant skeletons oh. uh, there were, but uh, I don't know if they were uh, these Sasquatch that you know that I we, we are keen on um, they could be uh, Nephilim you know the uh, byproduct of something else mm-hmm. um, so you know the sons of God daughters of men that kind of, that kind of stuff and there's a lot speaking of the Bible there's there's a ton of narrative in the Bible uh, I mean, a lot uh, regarding these ancient people. Uh, and I've got audio evidence. Uh, I, if I sent you a 50 second, 57 second uh, audio clip, I think I did. Um, there, there is a buzzing and humming going on. And uh, Deuteronomy second chapter, verse 20, speaks of a people of great uh, numerous and, and of great stature called the Zamzumim. 
and they they got their name from the Hebrew ancient Hebrew word uh, Zuzim or or Zimzum or something. I don't know Zuzim. I think. Oops. Excuse me. And uh, that means uh, to buzz or hum. So, uh, and I have audio evidence in the, you know, like that resonance that I could sometimes detect during my encounter that, that was them communicating. It was just me sensing something different in, in the air. It was it, the energy changes. Okay. Uh, yeah. So do I you, agree with that. yeah. And do you think kind of, you know, how Mike Ricksucker was talking about shadow people and how everybody vibrates at a different, and you touched on that as well in the beginning that we all vibrate different. And so do you think in order to have these Bigfoot encounters or experiences that you have to vibrate at the appropriate, you know? I, I don't know. I, I think my situation, I don't know, because, <laughs> you know, because I've seemed to have been somewhat of a, a magnet uh, when I go, when I go out of the woods. And that's a little disturbing because uh, once I was with my daughters and we had encountered three subjects and it was that that was scary it was the first time i'd ever seen red eyes in the woods and uh the third uh the third subject that revealed its one eye you know i saw that i saw the silhouette of leaves moving to reveal mm. that eye so you know i'm in the woods and the leaves aren't that small and it's like th these things are just monsters uh that was that was terrifying uh but uh, one the, the primary sus suspect subject uh that i initially locked eyes with um eventually very slowly moved to the left and then to the right almost imperceptibly it was so slow um and i i believe this is hindsight i, I think it was just telling me to go mm -hmm. uh, i was with my daughters you know and one of their friends so here i am and with all my all my kit right i had my my fleer i had my night vision camera i had mm -hmm. all this stuff and i did, didn't even think of using them uh, I didn't. We never do. Terrifying. <laughs> that was like, yeah, this is happening. This is real. And, yeah. and and you really, you don't want to take, if it is a predator, if they are predatory in nature, which I think they are, but with discretion, um, you know, you, you don't want to back down and, and run. You don't want to cower. You, you got to right. face your adversary, right? Right. And, right. And, uh, Here's a comment. Trav Martin says, I believe that when you are ready, you will see it. Yeah, I kind of subscribe to that too. Yeah, it, it is a daunting prospect, uh, but I, you know, the little boy in me, uh, I really wanted to see one, and that's really how I got started on this journey. Yeah. I never thought it possible. I talked about the stress earlier about on relationships. Uh, you know, my wife during our engagement, you know, she she thought about letting me go. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I told her that would be unfortunate, <laughs> but she's gotten a sense of humor uh, about the whole thing. God bless her. Uh, yeah, but does she go with you? No, no, camping is not her thing. And I was going camping alone anyway. You know, as as a boy, you know, you look into the psychology of a man named Lady, uh, the loner. Uh, you know, I I need to get out in the woods and just reconnect with nature. Just be a kid again and yeah, find the peace because the world's a maddening place. I get my yeah. peace in the woods. You know, I get with you know the homes. I mean, I I have a really good life and and. I'm, outstanding life and uh but you got to get away every once in a while you know yeah maybe that's why because you're out there trying to connect with nature and it's answering mm -hmm. you because it knows that your intentions are you know good and so it's well, answering do, you i do believe that the these the sasquatch uh, of this area know me 
Um, and I believe they, you know, I had, a, I, I was carrying a, my 357 I, that was in my holster during my last vocal encounter. And, and prior to the encounter, you do hear one vocalize. It, so, it sounds like Albert of gunfire. Um, and it's weird, but you hear that Albert of gunfire. And it sounds like to me, that's like, how about the gunfire? What about yeah. the gun? It's like, are you sure you want to do this anyway? And, and that was a different subject from the one that did the Achichichuha. Um, so, and there were multiple subjects there and I didn't know that for like some months that, well, a month afterwards. And, and I was messed up pretty much for a month. I, I can't come home from a trip like that, have yeah. an experience like that, that I, I wanted to experience, but really kind of yeah. <laughs> left wondering why I wanted to have that <laughs> mm -hmm. experience. Um, uh, but, and I can't talk to Maggie about it because she doesn't really care for the subject. So I, it, it was bottled up and. And this isn't a, a subject you just bring up with anybody. You know? Right. So, well, James. I, yeah, it is. Now you just I say. I agree with you, sir. Now you're sure. like, listen, Starbucks, <laughs> the corner, you know, right. 9 a.m. I, I do say that the old pony I'm, old pony I'm hanging out. and There you, know, you go. People, people, the acquaintances around me know me as the, the Sasquatch guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I happen to like old pony burgers. So we're good. They are good burgers. Right on. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll meet you next time. I wanted to touch really quickly on this story because um, I wanted to get your opinion on it. So um, this is a text, Jenny, I hope you don't mind that I'm going to. I already asked her if I could read the story. I hope you don't mind that I'm adding your Go name to it. So, um, and they are watching tonight, uh, Lindsay and Jenny. And so she shared the story and I thought it was really interesting. And I've not had, to my knowledge, any Bigfoot experience. I don't think if I have, I'm sure I rationalized it right away <laughs> because I'm, I mean, yeah. I didn't want to, right? Yeah. Um, so um, she said this story happened about a month ago. She said, I needed to go to the hardware store in the little town of the Paw. As I parked, I noticed two men talking on the sidewalk. As I was walking into the store, one of the men that were talking approached me to tell me about the other man had just told him. He said that he had been driving back to the Paw from the south and was about a little over an hour away. He saw this very dark shape ahead in the ditch area. Being up north, seeing moose is a regular thing, and that is what he assumed it was and therefore didn't get his phone ready for a picture, right? We're not going to grab our fleers. Yeah. We're going to say to hell with yeah. it, right? Um, as he got closer, the mass split into two separate beings and they stood upright and walked away like a very furry human. <gasps> she says she also has a coworker that witnessed the same type of thing in their area of the North. So, you know, seeing one black mass, do you think that it, I mean, you know, I, that kind of creeped me out when she sent it. I was like, you know, to see something big and then were they just huddled together and then parted or was it something that then split into two separate? I don't, and again, I don't yeah, have, I, I, I can't, I mean, it, it, to order in order, for, I don't know. See, I don't know <laughs> everything. I'm, uh, but to have that sort of energy for an, uh, a duplication right there. Um, I don't know. They're probably in line. Uh, that's my thinking on that, mm -hmm. but they probably saw Sasquatch, you know, there, yeah. there's no doubt in my mind that they saw that, uh, you know, I don't talk about this cause I can't prove it, but early in that clip, uh, where, where I captured that subject in the background, I think there might be a younger subject with it because there's a bleeding between the tree and the subject that mm -hmm. seems abnormal. And I'm thinking maybe uh, there might be a, a, a a greater juvenile with that subject that they're moving and, and dodging together. Um, I, I don't know. Sasquatch like to count coup. Do you, are you familiar with that? Um, 
it, counting coup is uh, an, uh, uh, indigenous peoples or Native Americans uh, old uh, uh, test warrior. I think in all civilizations, they probably had it for the young warriors, but to get as close to your enemy as you can, uh, able to kill it, but not, mm. and, 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 and perhaps to get a souvenir like, uh, like King David and, and the, the cut of cloth from the robe oh. of what's his face. <laughs> I can't think. Um, so that's counting coup. It, it means it's proving your worth as a warrior and a, and a better warrior than your adversary. So they do that. And I, I it may have been, uh, you know, if it were in fact two subjects that I call mm -hmm. uh, just teaching the young how to mm, approach true. your adversary. And we are adversaries. We're far more capricious than... <laughs> and far more unpredictable than the Sasquatch, if you ask me. Mm -hmm. They live a very simple life, eating pure foods and breathing pure air. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of admirable in a way, yeah. you know, yeah. <coughs> for a species of human. And what other, other species of human are there that, that behave that way? Kind of admirable. How do you think, with you spending so much time in the woods and, you know, northern Michigan and the UP, that's pretty freaking wild i mean you're it's pretty wild as wild pretty, as it ever has been yeah it's so how do you feel the wildlife interacts with these beings um well that's a good question uh i i believe that wildlife avoid them okay. uh they need to eat they're huge creations i do believe they're flesh and blood that may have some special abilities beyond our ability to understand or comprehend. Um, so, uh, and it gets quiet often. When, you know, that night of my encounter, the stare down, it was quiet. There was nothing going on. Not even the tree frogs or crickets were really going. Huh. Uh, if you, yeah, if you listen to that audio, uh, it's pretty amazing. I included some of that in my documentary sample that I sent to you, Sarah. Uh, you can look at that and it's, it's quiet. It's really quiet. So, she looks like she might have frozen, but I have a, a question for you. Um, it's, you know, the is there any evidence that they migrate? Not to my knowledge. Uh, my, my, my thinking is that they, they're regionally nomadic. Um, and I, if they migrated, I would not have discerned such differences in vocal modalities from the southern Michigan uh, uh, wallows that I've bugged. Uh, to the northern uh, Michigan wallows that I've bugged in other experiences. So I think they're regionally nomadic, and I believe that in short distances from su su southern Michigan to northern Michigan, you can find uh, regional dialect differences. Uh, oh. And there, you know, there aren't just a few of these things out there. This is a, an entire civilization of, of giant humans um, that live in harmony for the most part right outside our neighborhoods, right in our own backyards in some cases. Because I've heard some cases where people are talking about some of them like living in swampland and stuff. Are that the same Yeah, type they like of... the swamps, you know. Okay. We, we don't go there. We yeah. don't spend any time there, not really. Uh, they like the swamps and maybe that, you know, they their, their skin is uh, uh, oily. Uh, they may grow an under layer of fur or hair. I have no idea. Um, but I, their, their skin is very oily. And, you know, if you're going to swim the, 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 the channel, uh, or that England to Belgium or whatever, um, the North channel, is that what it is? 
anyway. Uh, you know, you grease up, you know, that helps with buoyancy, but it also helps with main, maintaining heat. The Sasquatch uh, skin have very oily, oily skin. And I, huh. you know, living in the swamps is no big deal to them. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry, I'm back. Uh, <laughs> I just took a break. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's not my fault, everybody. I, I, I no longer don't. I have zero controls anymore. So that was that was all internet, I think. Um, so that I mean, we're kind of we're we're getting close here to the ten minute mark. But so you have this Michigan Aboriginal project. You know, what is your hopes for this project that you're doing? Like, oh, you know, you've you. got this great. Pro, these great products every i mean there's a lot of good stuff guys go check out his website seriously yeah. there's some cool stuff t-shirts yeah. um hoodies i mean you have like all stickers i think you have mugs you have like all sorts of yeah fun things. well you know it, anything that feeds my creative side uh, <laughs> i've always got to keep my brain brain going on some level um my left right brain balance is uh probably a case study but uh, <laughs> yeah it's uh you know, I love it. I, God's given me certain gifts and I, you know, I, I think that has had uh, a role in this journey. Um, so anyway, like I said earlier, I prayed on this thing. <laughs> so what is so it? Where, where do I want to go? Yeah. It's what do you want to do with so this? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> no, and that's not true, but the dreamer in me, this is me. And, you know, formerly atheist, I'm, I'm thoroughly Christian. I love Jesus. And I, I'm not a Bible thumping proselytizer, but I could be right. Uh, but I hope to, in, in a way I am in, in this light that I hope, you know, to the, in today's society, it's weird. It's wild. It's mind boggling. It's upside down. Um, it, it, everybody would agree that oh, hi. <laughs> Ruby, Ruby is trying to get my attention. 10 more <laughs> minutes, sweetheart. My needy dogs. That could be 10 hours to that <laughs> dog. They don't yeah, know. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, in today, today's society, young men are increasingly marginalized. And if you look at these uh, suicide rates uh, of young men, uh, especially, they're off the charts. It's not being talked about. It's not very popular in the, the news media. But look into it. It's disgusting and it breaks my heart. Uh, I'm someone that has a history of depression, uh, and I've, I'm no stranger to suicidal ideation. I've been there, and that's the dark valley. It, we're not meant to be there in this lifetime. Uh, we're meant to be happy while we're here. We're meant to have, um, a, you know, to, hi, Ruby. <laughs> Can you hear her? <laughs> uh, just hold on, sweetheart. Uh, anyway, it, I, it breaks my heart. And, and I, I hope to inspire young men to get out of their basements, away from their consoles, uh, into the woods, realize that uh, the biblical tales of giants is absolutely true. And I have uh, plenty of audio evidence to plausibly convince, you know, a lot of people. Hi, sweetie. And, uh, and, and uh, we're, I just want to inspire young men to, to be young men, to, to realize that there's a greater, uh, there is, there are things greater out there that are amazing. Mm -hmm. They're, yeah. you know, I'm full of awe and wonder. I feel like a little kid in the woods again, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's an amazing feeling. God is real. Uh, not just my opinion, but, I, you know, I, I, this is what I've come to realize, and uh, and and so is Bigfoot. <laughs> you know, these two amazing things. This the Bigfoot are, I believe, these uh, Zamzumine people. This is my current thinking. I could be wrong, but uh, bottom line is, 
there are giants in the woods and uh there's a famous uh one of my favorites uh chapters and verse are jeremiah 33 3 where the lord says come to me and i will show you great and hidden things that you have not known and you know <laughs> I, I i came to him i opened my heart and uh and i went to the woods and, and discovered things that are beyond most people's capacity to really uh, consider as being true but you know they are true i've gone through that process i've risked relationships um uh, and it was somewhat of a calling much like my art journey uh that was a calling and that saved my life early on and that helped me realize that there is someone looking after me uh no matter how painful life can be uh it's really worth living and uh if i could reach uh, any young man to get out in the woods and and realize that he has but one father you know one heavenly father that looks after you if you choose to give in uh, and uh, let that resonate within your heart there's a great peace out there and this great awe and wonder and uh, it's out there it's just out there you can go to Southfield and experience everything that I have yeah. <laughs> although I don't I'm, I'm not gonna lie I don't really think of Southfield as peaceful not like oh, going well. up north <laughs> no, no. But, the, you know, there are little enclaves, little greenways and the Rouge yeah. River's there. And if you if you really get go off path, right, there are yeah. some really beautiful and Eden like uh, places all throughout the metro Detroit. And, you know, huh. just go on Google Earth and look at the greenest places there. Yeah. It's likely an established uh, park or, you know, adjacent mm -hmm. to a, a school or a golf course. Go hike, go off trail, and discover yeah. the the awe and wonder of this amazing world we live in. So yeah. Belle Isle, that probably does not have any Sasquatch activity, or do you think Belle uh, Isle could? Not necessarily. There is a fellow, uh, I haven't been there looking, but there are others that have and have documented uh, structure that are that the Sasquatch are known to 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 make. Okay. Uh, I mm -hmm. have a theory that they're on Pesh Island, uh, yeah. just across the, the river. Um, I can't wait till, you know, the, the border patrol will are more lenient so I can paddle over there That's and right. kayak, you know, and go exploring a little bit. Um, you know, you got to keep moving. If you rest, you rust. Yeah. And if, if you think there's nothing more out there, that's just amazing, uh, in your life, then you need to take a little chill pill and step back, see the forest for the trees and, and, uh, think otherwise, because there's great adventure and amazing awe and wonder just, just our own neighborhoods yeah well, i agree I, with that i don't know james you make it sound between your soothing voice oh thank you and your beautiful words and your experiences although you were freaked out here and there i don't know i feel like i could actually i'm not saying i will <laughs> i'm just saying that i possibly would spend a little time in the woods and it's intriguing yeah, yeah it is intriguing yeah. and it's an I, amazing thing and I, you know, I, I'm just now being between jobs as I am <laughs> entertain, entertaining the thought of doing little, you know, day, daytime expeditions, that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta make ends meet somehow. So hey, maybe we'll do like a little paranormally blonde live. Yeah, adventure. and I can come along yeah, right with the video. That's right. Let's let's set something up. Well, guys, I. Louder. I hope everybody, please, there's my sister, Mini Adventure. You need to get back here, Michelle. I know we're we're like praying for the borders to open. Come on, Canada. Like, really? Like, right. come on. Like, so she can jump across we're from Buffalo and it. I could, yeah. you know, jump across from Detroit. Um, so check out his website, please. 
uh, yeah. Michigan Aboriginal Project. Yeah. yeah, and YouTube. Like, honestly, you guys, it's, it is, it is really cool. James, I am so glad that, um, I noticed that dad swap. I, oh my. Yeah. <laughs> was, I don't so, get to talk about this at home too, too often. So this is awesome. You this me? was great. I, I love knowing that there's another one of me in the community that openly, I know you, you said you're, you know, you kind of made the joke, you're out of the closet now yeah, with this. So yeah. here we go. Hey, but locally, uh, people can buy stickers at Lou's Pet Shop, uh, Buscemi's in Gross Point Park, Fairfax Markets, um, and at Notre Dame Pharmacy. See, I got to go get yeah. some more. I got to slap them on the Jeep and and make sure that I've got and and again a t-shirt or a hoodie. I I don't know yeah, which way to go. Hoodie, <laughs> because I can wear those almost year round here in Michigan. Buy them all, probably. right? <laughs> Buy them all. That's the problem, James. And sometimes I don't yeah. know when to cut it off. <laughs> um, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this Bigfoot Thank you, discussion because this is this is really. You know, I, it was different for me. This was a very different conversation than we've had in the past. Doesn't make the other ones bad or, or not good. It yeah, just, yeah, right. it was different. And I think that that is, um, it, it's all very interesting. And I, I, I'm, I really like your take on this. I like everything that you really had to say about it. And it, it, to me, it put it in a different light. I don't know about you, Dee Dee. I don't know if you felt like. No, like, I was very intrigued by those recordings. And I'm yeah. going to go back and listen to them again. Yeah. Because it kind of blew my mind. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. It is mind blowing. It is uh, paradigm shifting. It is worldview altering. Yeah. There's no doubt. It, it is. My mind is still blown. And sometimes <laughs> I wake up thinking, is this a dream? Yeah. Or, you know, it is. It's bizarre. It's yeah. a huge pill to swallow. Huge. Well, listen, yeah, you know, whenever you want to swallow that pill, you keep coming doing that right here on Paranormally Blonde. Yeah. We'll talk about Thank it. You, I think everybody loved it. I'm yeah. grateful for your time. Thank you Thank so much. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. So next week, guys, we're going to like switch it up a little bit. We have um, uh, the demonologist coming on. So yeah. it'll be a little bit uh, different topic. But um, you know what, we got to hear it all. I, I think that's really um, always the intriguing part. Oh, hey, there's Dee Dee. <laughs> like, ah. um, so yeah, so let's get back together next Monday, we are running out of time. But um, yeah. next Monday, 7pm live, as always, right here on the X, your new mainstream. And guys, thank you so much for your questions. Great questions. Great comments. Um, and we'll check Bye, you guys. next week.